0: My whole life, so with the I'm so nice. I've been doing this thing my whole
1: life. So with the life. I'm so nice. Welcome to the man up podcast. What's going on, everybody? This is our Wednesday episode. Thank you guys so much for joining in. I am the host, Jake, the Mississippi Superman Reeves, and as always, I'm here by or with, I'm sorry, with my co host Tyler, the Necrophiliac, Copeland, negative, and Wesley, <laughs> no, Wesley, true. the Armadillo Chaser, Dunham. What's going on, guys? How's everybody doing? I want you
0: to redo my shit. Also, redo it. Come we on, I'm not kidding. I will Pro- get the
1: producer, the- Mo Hunter, Mo Lofton. What's going on, everybody? I really I feel like. Wa- I start shouting. Yeah, you're looking at me all crazy because I, cause I, am giving you a credit. But I really want to know. Intro. No, you're the necrophiliac uh, on this. No, side. well, I'm sorry. Well you come up with your own nickname then?
0: The zombie lover.
1: Why? Are you, why are you doing the hover with apple, your hat? Apple pear. Are you? Are you a hover now? You hover. What does that mean? Like you wear your hat like this.
0: I always wear my hat like. You do this.
1: not. I do a lot of things all the time. It's not true. Some, some of the time. time. All the time. Some of the time. So you're a hoverer now. I hover.
0: I squash it all the way down. I wear it frontwards. I wear it sideways. I wear it. I got in trouble for wearing my hat like hover. this. Let's all hover. Like this,
1: right? Yeah, we're all hovering. I wish my bangs weren't there, dude, we look there. like we are straight up. We are going We don't have to start charging Ray for all these muddy water taps because we're wearing on this podcast. Because uh, I would throw him out. We got. I mean, we are like we are straight up. Like I mean, muddy waters. Mw is everywhere. Building some reciprocity, I guess. Maybe he'll give us some money soon because we are straight up uh, representing from muddy, muddy Water Sports Bar. Sports um, Bar. Yeah, man, it's. Uh, I didn't
0: realize it was a sports bar.
1: You never read Muddy Waters, sports bar. Man,
0: I've been in there, but I just don't. That really uh, feel like a sports bar. does mm-hmm. it.
1: Not quite enough TVs. That boy, when we when I was up there with the boys watching Alabama and uh, Tennessee. With Dirty like, Randy and the boys. Yeah. Okay. Dirty Randy and the boys. Dirty Mike and the boys. Dirty, Mike Dirty and Randy. I don't remember who it was. It's the other the other guys reference. Um, it was weird having my children and they're watching the games too. That being the bar that. I mean, it's like a bar bar. Yeah. But they had that little event, the Oktoberfest, which is on our YouTube channel. Our our uh, Rocktoberfest. Rocktoberfest, that's right. Yeah. Rocktoberfest, oh, that's which right. is on yeah. our uh, Mississippi Superman show vlog. And uh had the boys up there watching the game when Alabama got beat by Tennessee. Tough oh, day. yeah. Yeah, tough day. Lost another one since then, tough huh? Day. Yeah, I don't remember who, though. <laughs> I don't even remember who, the, who beat them. Beat hey. LSU. It was it LSU? Oh, yeah, yeah, it was. LSU. You know. Uh that one hurt that one sucks just because uh I don't really like LSU. It's one of the SEC teams. I just mm, I don't like them too much. I don't even think hey, LSU of, fans
2: yeah. like LSU. Only when they're winning. Yeah. If they're losing, they hate it. I think because I think I because LSU. if you
1: if you go to LSU and you're not with LSU, the chances of you getting in a fight are pretty darn good from what I've heard. They say it's a tough place to go. And I had a look, I had a friend, I forgot about this. I, d- I knew this guy in college. I'm not going to call him necessarily a friend. We didn't hang out s- outside of the classroom, but we had a class together. I um, think it was psychology. I don't remember exactly. Uh, this dude's name was Bryant, right? Named after Bear Bryant. Homie's a big Alabama fan. But, and he, he went to LSU and he got jumped by two LSU fans at the LSU game. Mm-hmm. This was just the story I heard that he told me in okay. class. He came in class, had a big old black eye. Got jumped by two LSU fans. And let me tell y'all why this is such a terrible story. He ain't had no legs. (laughs) (laughs) Homie. Homie straight up went to the LSU game.
0: That is so funny. <laughs> that is so funny. Oh, man. Holy God! I don't, I don't Didn't even, d- I, oh my God! he comes back. I'm into so this. mean for laughing at that, but that is hilarious.
2: <laughs> he said he got jumped. He he got
0: got my jumped. boy got no legs. He couldn't even run away, dog. <laughs> God dang, man! That is so messed up. Yeah. Oh
1: So. Uh, oh
0: God! You know what I mean? made it made it funnier if he was a quadriplegic and couldn't fight back at all
1: uh, no it, he he had leg he had he had uh he had fake legs he had like uh he had his little metal legs on a little bent back paperclip. So uh, yeah, yeah had those little bent back ca- paperclip legs so okay. and leg. i think he may have had his blue jeans on so i don't know if the lsu they might have been so drunk they just thought he had messed up legs oh well, okay he had no legs like Cajuns K- like, K- don't care he dude lost in a, he lost him in a car accident, i believe if i remember correctly i mean this was 10 12 years ago and this was like God, freshman year of college. They don't but he care down there. His that legs man. chopped off like up here above the knee, right? And he had he had his little fake legs he put on, and he would you know walk and get ding, around. Ding, and, ding 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 ding. Uh, <laughs> cool, really cool guy though. But he was a huge, I believe it. he was a really cool guy. Huge Alabama fan though. Um, like I said, his parents named him uh, after Bear Bryant. Yeah, Bryant after Bear Bryant. Bryant Denny Stadium. You know, they named him Bryant. There's a
2: lot of Alabama fans that do that to their kids. Oh named yeah. Name them after like.
1: Oh, absolutely.
0: an Alabama fan. Like name your kid like Crimson. <laughs> an Alabama and, fan. You didn't name your kid
1: after somebody. Yeah, or something. They can never live up to the. Yeah. So. Um. Maybe they could, but maybe, maybe a stretch. Be, be tough. That's a that's a that's a tall order. <laughs> that is <a laughs> tall shoes tall. to fill. Yeah, but <laughs> tall shoes. He, to Yeah, fill. He, went, like that. he went to tall <laughs> shoes to feel <fill. laughs> you know, tough shoes to feel when you ain't got no legs, especially. You know, <laughs> I mean, you know, if you are short tough, and they're
0: tall shoes, it's tough hard to, to feel feel any
1: shoes really. Um, but super guy, and I am not trying to make fun of the guy. I mean, this is not me making fun of him. This is really me bringing up like my issue with LSU fans because LSU fans are just well, you put the cap in there are just savages. You know, just savages. You go to an LSU game and they will beat your ass.
2: That's why I am saying them Cajuns are wild, dude.
1: Yeah, if you ain't got no legs.
2: They'll be throwing kind down if they're not winning. Know <laughs> Just, you're an LSU fan, too. We're fixing a fight, though, because we're not winning.
1: It. Yeah, that they are, in my opinion, in college football, LSU fans tend to be the most violent fans. It
0: wasn't LSU and uh, Alabama where after, I don't know who won, maybe LSU beat Alabama. I want to say it was the other way around. You talking about where they teabagged that you not know, No, somebody got dead? I don't know. I think you are talking about, know, about like where like they got passed beat out. You a guy death after the game was over? No, I didn't see that. That had happened. Didn't I that
2: happen you. down there where the guy passed out in the bar and the, the oh yeah, he got The guy teabagged him and he's like, like did he sue? Yeah,
0: he did.
1: He, yeah, I don't know anything about this. Yeah, like t-
0: Mo, pull it
2: up. He he passed out in a bar down there and I don't. I guess he was an opposing fan or, yeah. or may not even been a fan of it all. But and uh, so these guys like rubbed their balls on his face. Wow. And, and took
1: pictures. You know, I will say though, <laughs> it's not just LSU fans. No. Okay. No. <laughs> they just seem to be the worst. I've been around some really shitty Texas fans. I've been around some shitty MSU fans. But I went to the MSU Auburn game. Um, oh, there's a video. Can we watch this video? The Alabama
2: teabag. Can we pull this <laughs>
1: video up? <laughs> yeah. Well, well, you watch it first and see before you put it on the screen. Okay, he, so oh, Alabama hit. teabagged LSU in this case. It was. Oh wow, yeah. Alabama fan, LSU fan, teabagging video and night. Neither can remember nor forget. So neither remember the night, and neither, but it's horrible. So neither one of them can forget. I guess man, look at that trouble.
0: guy, man. I wonder which one got teabagged. They
1: both of them look very teabaggable. Yeah, they do. They both look very teabaggable. Let's let's pull their pictures up before. Yeah, they <laughs> both look like guys that I would like. If I'm <laughs> looking at it, the guy on top looks more teabaggable, and the guy on bottom looks more like a teabagger. <laughs> if I'm just if I'm just going off the cuff, look, yeah, I would definitely drop my sack on both their foreheads if they're. You would drop your sack on any forehead though. That That's don't count. Not true. Mo, it is. It's it not is. true. Okay, who not. would you not drop your sack on? Yours. You've done it. You're welcome. You've tried. I've not done it. Too. I'm pretty sure you've tried. You're making up things.
2: Did it say that guy spent time in prison for that?
1: Of course he did. Oh wow, really? For a tea bag? You can't put your balls on people's heads You're not go to prison, dog. That's true. Yeah, not getting some trouble anyway. Not go to jail, I guess. That's yeah. Somebody you don't know, yeah. yeah. Both for a merciful fleeting. Any luck in a year or so? Every non-virtual part of this strange story will be over. <sighs> no, it won't, bro. Never. Bro, I mean, this we're is the talking to the internet. Nothing dies. What year
0: did that happen? Because we're talking about it now.
1: How long ago was that?
2: I think it said
0: 2012.
1: I mean, there you yeah, go. Ten years you, ago, and we're go. still talking about it's it. It's on a it's on a podcast. Ten years later. You know, I'm yeah. sorry, brother. Yeah, 2012, almost to the 20. day. Almost to the day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah, just two few, days ago, two right. days ago, and ten well, this years. Is so, um, what's
0: today? N- Wednesday, 21st.
1: <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I yeah. mean, uh, I'm, I'm not.
0: am not the best mathematician. 23rd. 23rd. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so seven days ago and yeah. ten years.
1: But. Cause we're in the future right Ten now. Ten
0: years in a week. Let's do that.
1: But when I went to the state Auburn game, I was walking out, and I, the state fans had just beat Auburn, and I believe I saw a lot of state fans doing things, talking like, shit. Like, to yeah, the like Auburn there was fan? there was this one Auburn fan walking, and I remember it was this older guy, like he was probably in his 40s. He's walking away from the game, and this one young state fan, probably in his mid 20s, comes up with a cowbell gets right up in his ear and just, dang, 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 right here, like as close his oh, yeah. as he oh, can. Man. That like, dang, is dang,
0: dang, deserving dang, dang. of ass whooping. I would
1: have beat his ass if he did that. With 100%. his cowbell? Yeah. With his cowbell? With his cowbell? Yeah, yeah. That's like
0: taking a bullhorn and just running up and going, ah. Oh, right? and oh that's, dude. That's I mean, it's, it's
1: like eardrum deafening. And uh, let's talk about this. I think those cowbells in the stadium are cool. I know you don't, right?
0: It's too loud for me, but I mean, it's a cool. I it's, think the premise the, is good. in yeah. the stadium is cool.
1: Yeah, in the stadium when they're all t- doing it together. Yeah, and yeah, unison, fun. it's cool. But, oh my god, on the walk to the stadium, it can gets you a, put yeah. your? freaking cowbell down. Yeah. With well, everybody ling, ling, too, ling, though, ling, ling, dude. Ling. Well, if it was everybody, it wouldn't bother me. It's like you be I mean, be it's just random. Yeah, just. yeah, exactly. You'll be walking to the stadium, and every time I've ever walked to the stadium for a state game, and I'm not even a state fan, so it's even worse, I think, but there's always this one fan that's just like – Ding, 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 ding,
0: ding, 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 ding. Yeah, like at the freaking Salvation ding, 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 Army ding, ding, in front of Walmart or something. Oh, just shut <laughs> up. Or it's a 10-year-old <laughs> kid out there, and he's yeah.
2: doing the same thing. You,
1: you know jin, what, if jin, it was jin, a 10-year-old kid, it was not going to bother me as bad. It's but, not, but when like, it goes on old... Old. for...
0: No, these are grown-ass folks, bro. They're grown. All the way grown. And I'm
1: there usually pulling for state. I'm there pulling for... I'm not a state fan, but if I'm going, I want state to do well, because state doing well is going to be good for the economy here. They're only... 30 minutes away. If state yeah. wins a national championship, it's gonna be awesome for Startville and in turn probably be awesome for Columbus. Yeah. Like it's, oh, it'll yeah. be good for everybody in this area. I will get more from state winning national championship personally than I will from Alabama get winning a national championship. Yeah. It's just not gonna happen anytime soon. But I would never, I would probably. get more for it. I would get more from that. Like I would I would benefit more from state winning a national championship. It may never so happen. I'm always no. pulling for state. I want state to do well. I want state to do well. But can you please put down the freaking cowbell until you get into the freaking stadium? Let's just put it like this. Oh my God! Just yell. Just rest, yell. rest your bell. Rest your bell. Just yell. Just yell. <laughs> okay, We're we'll walking around here like we're freaking Christopher Walken and Will Ferrell. We need more cowbell. Just needing some more cowbell. We don't need any more we cowbell. We're about to get our fill of cowbell, and then you get out and you've been listening to that cowbell bell ring, and you know maybe. I be, I, I'll be honest with you, it does make the stadium atmosphere more electric to me. It does. It does oh, make course, the stadium yeah. atmosphere more electric, and I love that atmosphere. That that big group, like I get the purpose of groupthink. Like I know how dangerous it can be, but had MSU rushed the field and tore down the goalpost, I probably would have went. Of in the Tom Bigby. I'd have went. I don't know. I yep. don't went wherever they were going. I'm I, with I, it. I just I, I like. Like humans have this thing where mob we get culture, into, yeah, that mob mentality. We get in a big group and we just kind of, we aren't really individuals anymore. We mm. become like a like an organism, mm. and we just move together and do things. And and you know when riots happen and things happen, you just kind of end up caught up in it. And next thing you know, you're doing things you would have never. Right. There's done, been lots of studies on this. Oh,
0: everybody's looting
1: Walmart. Dude, live event,
2: event atmosphere it. is way different. That's like yeah. when people come in here and they're like, I'm just to go to the fights this week and be my first one. I'm like, yeah. dude. It's they're like, be, I watch it on TV. I love
1: it. It's like, like totally different
2: when it's you totally just, when you're sitting thump. next and you hear the meat thumps, of people meat getting thump, hit I like that, yeah, it's uh, what you got. You don't
1: hear that on TV. That, oh, that packing noise of, yeah. You know, oh yeah, I would see. And it's just like football games, sounds. like you say. Oh man, I love a hit in football that I can hear in the stands. Oh hell yeah! When I hear that, when I hear those pads clack, that's I, sw- I hate these new football rules, dude. Football sucks now, does They're it? making football so lame.
2: That's why quarterbacks are getting like all this attention now, because. They're not getting destroyed like they used to be. Right. You know? I mean, right. you used you to – like a quarterback, yeah, a quarterback, yeah. A quarterback should be leaving the field. Like my rib – maybe two of my ribs are broke, maybe three.
1: And I get what they're but, doing. They're trying to protect the investment. That's what they're doing. I, yeah, they I get it. a lot but, of money on quarterbacks. There's a lot of development involved. And if you can make them play into their 40s, you make a lot more money from them. You have more time to brand them. You have more time to, like, sell their merch. They're the they're the, usually with the biggest name on the team mm-hmm. is usually the quarterback, running back, wide receivers. That's the people who handle the ball – and are the best at it, get the most recognition. Nobody usually keeps up with offensive linemen. I never, mean, you, never. There, there's maybe one or two that are famous, but pff, I can't name one. I can't. The guy. I, the I guy mean, I know a lot of offensive linemen. That Arkansas movie about, you know, that like that he but was. But he the, died. The only reason right. he's famous because he died. He died exactly. Or
0: like Michael Orr, The Blind Side. That's, yeah, that's another right. Big one. But it was yeah. the
1: story behind him. Right,
0: but you're like talking about a guy who was out of the NFL in like five
1: years. Yeah. Yeah. Right, and so, but the thing about it is. They're bringing up all this research about how – now, if you want to talk about research where kids that are eight or nine getting hit is causing problems, which I don't think that it is because they're not Mm -hmm. getting hit hard enough yet, um, then I'll start caring. But if you think that I give a damn about Tom Brady having CTE in 10 years, bro, I could not give a – I couldn't give a crap. I couldn't give a shit. Dude's making $100 million. Getting $100 million to throw a pigskin. I'm not saying your job's not stressful. I'm not saying, but there's nothing else you could have done to make that kind of money very likely. Well, you're getting paid lifetime. to play a game. You're getting paid to play a game, and you're getting paid to play a game like you're the CEO of a Fortune 500 company. Yeah. You're getting money that none of us will probably ever see in our lifetime, The majority of, I mean, you're getting life changing generational money. Mm -hmm. You're getting money that your great great grandkids are going to see. And I want to see you take hits for it. I want if you think, (laughs) if you earn that shit, I think legalized steroids. Let's see some high definition athletes taking each other's freaking heads off. I want to see you. I'm looking for a gladiator. Or that's race. why I want like, like blindsided blocks, like yeah, crack I'm blocks trying and trying to stuff. Watch I love NFL, the blitz and
0: real life. Oh, for blocks. sure. Yeah, yeah. That's like if, what I'm trying to see. It, like what they thought, I thought, what I thought they were going to do with XFL when it first started. Yeah. I was like, oh, they're going to have knives and stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah I want to see people get slammed their on their head. Combat football. Yeah, like yeah. the longest yard. Yeah, the Yeah, yeah. That's yes. what I want to watch. That would be good
1: if they did that. Like everybody, I haven't watched the NFL game in ten years, and it had been probably another ten years since I'd like watched one before that. I, I don't watch NFL games. I don't care. I don't feel represented. I don't live in New Orleans or Atlanta. That's the only two teams. They're all city teams. I don't live in a major city. I'm not near a, a major city. I'm four hours to the nearest NFL team. I don't feel represented in the NFL, so I don't care. I do feel more represented. You got state and Alabama that play college football, so college football, I feel represented. That's why the South is big into college football. You're we dead don't in the feel- center of both of them, right? We don't. We don't. We don't feel represented, um, and we're good at it. It's one of the few things we're great at down here. We're good at college football. Oh, for sure. Uh, you know, it's the thing. is the we're, we may not can read, we may not eat well, we might be fat, but brother, we can play some football fast right? and strong, dude. We are big, fast, cornbread fed, and here and not all the athletes playing SEC now are from the South either. But a lot of them aren't. The, we just get the best players to come. Yeah. You even get play.
2: Pl- people from Hawaii. Now. Yeah, and then we cornbread awesome. feed them.
1: Right. Yeah, you know, put them on something. Yeah. You know, it's they, yeah. something different in the water. You know, but I mean, just when, when you I've had people that come here and play football from other areas. Um, I think Florida might be the pinnacle of high school football right now. Yeah, I would they got say. So Alabama, Alabama, and Texas, because it used to be Alabama and Texas mm-hmm. were the, the Texas. top two. Not Texas. In mm. High school football, Texas, bro. high school football. Oh my bad, bro. Bro, <laughs> but it ain't
2: like Florida. You got that one high school down there that's feeding kids into. Right.
1: it. a queen, a queen or whatever. Because it's right? like the southern culture with the population of Florida. They have that southern football culture with <laughs> yeah, the pop. But Florida right. has the population to have these six A schools with all these athletes. I heard there's seven A schools now. That's yeah, and Alabama's
2: got them. 7-A? Like, yeah, yeah, like Hoover and yeah. stuff like that. is a 7-A school? I think so. Seven a law
1: school. Y'all remember, what, y'all remember that show, Friday Night Lights? Or what was it? No, not Friday Night
2: Lights. Yeah. Uh, what was it? It was Friday
1: Night Lights. So you had Friday Night Lights, which was the, sh- the school in Texas. I'm talking about Hoover. The Hoover High School, the uh, reality show that came on MTV. Oh. Yeah, with
0: John Parker Wilson and all that? Yeah, John Parker yeah, yeah. Wilson on
1: it. Um, What was the name of that show? Uh, either way, either we way. We need
2: you on that one.
1: F- Alabama was like high school football used to be a religion. And Texas high school football was king. But now I think Florida is probably producing the best high school football athletes. That's
0: it. St. Thomas. Um,
1: well. Two-a-days. Yeah, it stuff, was two-a-days. Though. That was the name of it. Two-a-days. Okay, two-a-days. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two-a-days. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh, Jeremy Pruitt was a part of that?
1: No, I do. I watched a little bit of the first season. Dude, who you got to be a big
2: a- school to be 7A, dude. Cause I yeah. I remember when Mississippi went to six A I was like man you got to be the big school and then I was yeah. watching uh, some TV over at uh for uh, Alabama and it was talking about seven A playoffs I was like seven A
0: yeah that's huge yeah it's a, a
2: massive school, school dude but those are in the Birmingham area too so I mean
0: but I also learned that it no longer matters how big the school is it's more about how good the, the team on at the school is.
1: Well, that definitely is a factor, but the thing about the size of the school is you just have a larger talent pool to pull from. Like, there's
0: a, there's a school in Pennsylvania who's a 1A school, but they play 4A because they're so good. And they're actually going to state the state championship this oh, wow. year. That's, that's a, impressive. That's a 1A school. Yeah, it's that's impressive. I have to get back with you on that, but, yeah. They were 1A, and now they're playing in 4A. Wow. And at, they're going to state. They've won insane. it 15 years running.
1: They've won it? Hold on. They've won it 15 years running? Yes. Isn't 15 years in a row? Correct. Mo, no, let's pull that up. I'm pretty sure Pennsylvania so High One A High School Academy. wins for a state title. Homie does not know how to spell Pennsylvania. P E N. There you go. I, I don't know how to spell the rest of it, bro. I mean, there you go. P E N N S Y L V A N A I. Um, yeah, Pennsylvania. I've never never thought about Pennsylvania having. Now, here's the question: Could that One A High School come down here? And play with a one. Alaquipa, 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 Alaquipa. No, not down here. I don't believe they could either. Alaquipa is the name of it.
2: Dude, we just got good football right. all the way up. Like not, even our MC- not
1: football one A, it's one A football teams playing four A football teams. Alaquipa, Alaquipa, is the name of it. Q. U.
2: they Dude, do football down uh, here all the way up. Even our he, junior colleges are running he, uh, like national right titles right all the way across the board. Do I know? Like EMCC, even yeah. our junior colleges, dude, are kicking tail. Yeah, just
1: do, right, especially in Mississippi because a, a lot guys. of the Mississippi athletes don't can't get in. They their just their won like forty-two school. to seven last night. <clears throat> uh, they're eleven and zero right now, and they're playing four A schools mm-hmm. undefeated, mm-hmm. eleven and zero overall, seven and zero in their seven and o in their conference. Wow, and they're wow. I mean they like beating the sleeves off people too. Yeah, 54 to nothing. three, dog. Wow, like they're destroying sixty-one to seven. Six, 61 to seven. It's a one A school. Yeah, and they're pay, playing four A schools. They've got. There's got to be some recruiting going on, for sure. There's got to be. The they're, way they're, I, they're getting the best, the, school, the best players from is, everywhere is, else. It's not. That. There. It's the area.
0: Of, it's very urban, and they're very good. Like there's so many NFL players that came. That
1: I think from, that might be a part of it, but I just don't from think that's the all. Area. Is it. at, at a certain point the the talent pool just makes a big difference. If you're a one A school, you just don't have the number of kids. I don't care what kind of area you're in because like, most everybody you've on that roster is recruiting. I just I am yeah. not saying it's impossible. Could but, be the coaching. But it could be, but that's a big part of coaching is recruiting. Yeah. You know, like any you you're not going to tell me Hoover High School isn't recruiting or wasn't recruiting in their heyday. I not believe it. Of course they were. They of course they were. They were they were a college football. Because I mean, you think about any any
0: private school they can't recruit. Not legally in the conference. No, okay, not legally, but they can recruit. No, some can. They do recruit. Okay, they do. they do recruit. They
1: do. Like I will say I didn't see too much of that in the private school I went to. You know, I went to a private school. I mean, I know y'all know but people at home I went to a private school and we right. were a really good football team when I went there. Like right. but it just happened to be that way. They didn't recruit because it was illegal. Um but but they you know, were also a church school. They were a church school, yeah. And it was a it was a Christian football association too. And so, so maybe it was that's against the rules in that association to recruit.
0: And I mean, if you break the rules, you
1: they'll probably dis- kick, they'll kick you out of the conference. You're
0: disobeying Jesus. So. Well, I mean, if you think looks about it, like, yeah. it does look very bad. I'm not bad. say you
1: disobeying Jesus, but, you, but it looks I mean, bad. essentially, yeah. if you're breaking yeah. the rules. If you're cheating, yeah. You see what I'm saying? I mean, and if it's against the rules, it's cheating. She's like steroids. Like, I don't necessarily have the same view on steroids everybody else does. No, I think they're awesome. But if it is against the <laughs> rules and you do them, you are cheating. You are, but it's, if so it's against stupid. the rules. I don't necessarily know that I think it should be against the rules in all cases.
0: No. I don't think I mean, steroids necessarily help you hit the ball, though. You, it I, might help you knock it farther. It will help you knock it farther. But your hand-eye coordination. Yeah, it doesn't help the coordination. I,
2: I agree with that. It doesn't help the
1: coordination
0: no, on that. It. No, no that it
1: absolutely does not.
0: I mean, now like a, a form it, tackle? It, okay, it, okay, it, okay. You right. did break someone's spinal cord because you're humongous? Okay, it, it, but it, I want to see it, that.
1: It helps you recover faster. Yeah. So that's a big factor in it. That's one of the biggest factors about steroids is our testosterone. Not You know, when we say steroids, we're talking about anabolics, talking about testosterone derivatives. You know, hormonal de- derivatives like of testosterone, um, you know, and you've got like TRT, which is your testosterone symphonate, which is uh, like a long ester. It's not going to make you huge or anything, but it's like that's what Vitor T- B- Belfort was on. Oh, and yeah. one of the big things that it will do is it will allow you to compete longer. So you won't be more or but you will have longevity. He, got pretty he huge, will get though. bigger. Yeah, he got pretty big. You will get but, bigger. But your longevity. It, right. You, you'll, cu- you'll cut less muscle in a weight cut. Okay. That's a big part of it for fighters. So, when fighters get on steroids, number one, when you're cutting weight, you lose less muscle. You loo- you're you going to mostly lose fat and water. A lot of times, it's a big problem, is getting your diet and everything, um, making sure your training and your diet are dialed in. So, if you're doing a weight cut, you're not cutting your muscle mass. That's a big part of it. Secondly, um, the recovery time between training. So, If I'm on testosterone, it's going to be a lot easier for me to physically do two-a-days and be able to give 100% both training sessions, whereas if I'm, let's say I'm 37 years old and I need to be training twice a day, that's going to become a lot more difficult, especially if the the first training session is is intense. A lot of times, if you're seeing older people like getting closer to 40 doing two-a-days, their first training session is almost like physical therapy, and then their second training session is going to be a little bit more technical. And they're not able to take the beatings that they could in their 20s. They're not able to do the things to help them get ready to fight that they could without <clears> the, the gear. And so that's another big part of it. Bouncing back from injuries faster. That's another huge factor because these athletes, these guys playing in the NFL, these guys, I'm, sh- I'm sure in the NBA, but I know contact sports like the NFL and MMA where you're getting hit hard a lot you're going to have injuries, you're going to have problems, and the ability to recover and heal from those injuries is such a factor. Mm -hmm. It's so weird.
0: Like I, I may be off base here, but it seems like now that everyone is so tested for steroids and such, you tend to see way more injuries nowadays. Because like, the people aren't on steroids. Right. It's like saying, steroids. They just call them all
2: performance enhancing, and they test for everything now.
0: Yeah, but you tend to see so many more injuries now. Yeah, there's, like, now. supplements you can't take. Oh, yeah. Which ridiculous. It's right. not all oh, anabolic. Yeah. No, no. yeah. Like inter- uh, shakes. Yeah. There's some
1: shit in shakes. That stuff in shakes you can't even. Yeah, use. it's not all anabolics like it used to be. No. You, you know, like, now it's like you can't take oh, hey. certain pre-workouts. You can't take a bang. You can't <laughs> it's take, like, right? wow. you can't, you can't. You can't do a lot of stuff. And so... I think it does get to a point where it is – I don't know. I think it might be beneficial to let – maybe maybe regulate it. Yeah. You know, but when you got guys over 35 that are still competing in the NFL or guys like Vitor Belfort. Now, admittedly, he kicked Michael Bisbing's eye into the shadow realm. <laughs> okay. Homie yeah. ain't seen out of it f- since. His eye is in the shadow realm somewhere right now. Now all he sees is black. I get that. And I don't know that that would have been possible without TRT. But you also think, like, okay, this is how these guys make their living. It makes it a better show for us. It makes it easier for them. And if you regulate it and you have doctors in charge of it, I don't – you know, it's really – you know, Major League Baseball is really when it, it became un-American to do steroids. And everybody back in the day, whenever you watched, like, movies, it became – we wanted to think of it as un-American or cheating to do steroids. So yeah. when you remember Rocky Four. When Rocky fought Ivan Drago, that was one of the big factors of the thing. Ivan Drago was on steroids and Rocky was not. Rocky was clean. Ivan Drago was not. And then, but then you watch movies from the 80s and you look at Sylvester Stallone, who was 100% on steroids (laughs) for that role. Oh, of course. He's still on them today. But you look at him and you're like, dude, homie is taking some HGH and some testosterone. Look at him. He's a freaking brick. Like he is... Carved out of stone, he has four percent body fat, and he's jacked. I'm not saying that you can't do that, Natty, but he's been in trouble a few times for steroids since.
0: Yeah, but you don't get that from running up a staircase and shadow boxing in front of Liberty Bell. You know what I'm saying? You just <laughs> right. don't. You don't. Uh-oh, it's you not that, happening. You get man. that
2: from that uh the syringe and ah,
1: but it's good though. Right. It's good. For I'm me. not. I'm not hating on it. But then, and you look at our heroes of that time, Hulk Hogan. Steroids. Look at him. Homie.
0: Arnold Schwarzenegger. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Sterile look hero. at him.
1: The American heroes of the 1980s, when all this kind of became a thing. They were all juice.
0: Like the only lean person I can think of that was I don't I can't say yes or no was Chuck Norris. Mm. Chuck. I don't know. But I mean, there is He doesn't he doesn't have the look. There's some photos of him where he's kind of jacked. Yeah,
1: he doesn't. I don't know that he has the look. He doesn't. Yeah, he is not obviously juiced.
0: I don't think Walker Texas Ranger was juiced though, No, really. I don't. Nah, he he didn't, was he old by then. Didn't
1: look like he was juicing. That's when you should be juicing though. Yeah, I promise you I'm gonna be juicing in my forties. Nice. I'm gonna be juiced up in my forties. I'm gonna be on HGH, all that. I'm gonna be juiced up. I'm so excited to get on steroids. Let's do this. Go. Let's, Let's do go. it, bro. Let's go.
0: I'm gonna get yoked. Do it. i want to look like. <laughs> You got to go to the gym. I want to look like Mark Wahlberg. He's in steroids. In steroids. Uh, I don't 100%. care. I'm with it.
1: Steroids.
2: In Terramonti Like, field. bro.
1: bro. And he, one thing is, a lot of people want to talk about, like, like, he's never claimed to be natural. Who? The Rock. No. Never. I've never heard him claim to be natural. So, but, and not, here's the thing. You can't look like The Rock on steroids without also being super dedicated Super hard work. And Steroids is not a magic pill that makes you jacked. Once it's again, not a magic pill that makes you lean. It's not magic. No. It is something that compounds your hard work and your effort. But to look like Arnold Schwarzenegger, to look like The Rock, to look like these guys, even Sylvester Stallone, You gotta work out. You're they're still watching their diet, they're still eating clean, they're still working out every day, twice a day, three times a day, they're still killing it. They're still working their ass off on these on this gear. The gear just does obviously help. It does. Let's not pretend it doesn't. Like it's a big it's a big factor. It's a big factor. But then again, you gotta have the drive to do it. But you gotta have the drive to do it too. So like I know a lot of people that have done steroids and not really gotten re- and that doesn't give you the drive to do it not necessarily no it can. I mean it, it, it does help a little but a little very little but it it doesn't give you the drive and a lot of people I've seen a lot of people get on steroids and not do anything but fuck up their hormones yeah mm-hmm. bitch screw tits. up their hormones yeah yeah you got gyno- cl- 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 or or get fat or you know which don't don't fat, right? Is do cycle right? what you Yeah, well, just, I mean, if you're not working out and stuff, all, you're just going to get acne and stuff. You're get the BTs, you're not, dog. You're not, you know, I, I mean, I, working I, out doesn't keep you from getting gynecomastia, and, and not working out doesn't give you gynecomastia. Tip, tip, typically. Oh, really? Get, yeah, no, what that comes from is when you, um usually that's really common in a post-cycle. Okay.
0: Usually okay.
1: it's when you come off tests. It can happen on tests, too, though, because your body has it goes really high with its testosterone levels. So anytime your body peaks your testosterone levels you, the natural response of your body is to also up the estrogen and so a lot of people will take estrogen blockers when they're either coming off the st- testosterone or the whole time they're on the testosterone but a lot of it comes down to just how your body responds to, to steroids to to testosterone some people take steroids like and that's one of the factors of if you can be a world-class bodybuilder is not just how hard you work but how does your body respond to steroids Like some people's body, they take steroids and they blow up. They work out and they just get yoked super easily. They've got the genetics for it. They've got the build for it. They've got the drive to do the workout with it. And so when they do it, they just get the absolute best results possible. Some people do them and they don't get those results. Yeah, it may help, but it's not going to make you just look like a a statue. So that's a big factor when it comes to steroids. Um, I think that another thing i think that we're holding back a level of i'm not going to say human evolution but a world where people could be much happier and healthier if we would remove the stigma of steroids and start letting the medical community experiment and improve because a lot of these steroids are like made they're made in labs in china and eastern europe and they're a lot of what people are taking, they're cheap. And then the medical community sort of has a stigma around hormone optimization, which is starting to be removed now. Um, matter of fact, I've got some news. I've got there's a somebody I know potentially going to be opening a hormone optimization clinic in Starkville, um hmm. that, uh, that, I, that I'm pretty excited about. But if we were to remove that stigma and let people study human growth hormone, mm-hmm. synthesize somatropin, Why are we not studying this? Why are we not? I mean, your body stops producing somatropin, human growth hormone, and, I mean, it slows it way down in your late teens, early 20s. By the time you're in your 40s, most people are producing none. And it's actually, this is, you know, one of the reasons you don't want to eat sugar at night, they say, is because your body's producing of somatropin. Somatropin helps keep you lean. It keeps your skin looking young. It keeps you from having wrinkles. It keeps you feeling good. It keeps your body um, rejuvenated and feeling great. Um, and healing from injuries and things. So a lot of people get on human ho- growth hormone to, so, you know, Sammy Sosa was on. Um, oh, yeah. He help. got off of that. And he looks old. He it, it can make a, it makes it I it mean, he weird. is old, but he, he looks weird, old. Yeah. Just like a different person. Yeah, he went, turned white, strange, real strong. That's not human growth. His but his his we don't know different. if it could. Maybe it is human growth hormone because we haven't done enough studies to know what continued use of somatropin into your 50s, 60s, 70s, and 80s and 90s does for all we know all these old people in nursing homes could still have some sort of physical freedom in their life assuming their mind is is healthy if we put them on human growth hormone and, and a little bit of testosterone for the guys that we could we could be giving old older people a new uh, a new More life. Least on life. Longer life. Maybe not longer, but better quality while they're here.
0: Well, I'm saying, yeah, that's
1: what I mean by longer life. Yeah, like better quality where they're not just Once you touch down
0: down. in a nursing home, dude, your life's over.
1: I mean, basically, you're just kind of waiting to die at that moment. Yeah, so that's what I'm I'm
0: saying. Extending your life, like, as in living. Right. Not being alive, just actually
1: living. Yeah. Now, are there potential side effects? Yes, but there are potential side effects to aspirin. There's yes. potential side effects to Tylenol. Right. And I'm going to be honest with you. When you look up potential side effects to those things versus potential side effects to, like, testosterone, testosterone's not that much worse mm-hmm. or worse at all. It's way harder to die on testosterone than it is aspirin. I can take a big vial of testosterone right now. And while it may, it'll probably bump up my blood pressure. It can lead to, like, stroke and things. I can commit suicide with Tylenol. Yeah. Yeah. You know, So what, where, what is the line? What is the line? What is, where do we, where do we, why do, why do we have this stigma that isn't serving us? Let the medical community spend more time and more money researching it. How do we know that we couldn't be, you know, there's not a formula out there that could give us the strength of a freaking gorilla, Not that I'm saying that we should do that. I'm just saying it could it could exist. Cool. I'd like to have that type of but but because it's impossible to do tests like that on animals. First off, because their hormones and things and bodies are different than ours. So I don't know that I don't know that it it works. I'm not a scientist. Not Andrew Huberman. You know. Uh, By the way, if you're watching this podcast and you want to know more about that stuff, that'd be a great podcast to check out. They are long, but he has some great podcasts. And his his appearances on the Joe Rogan podcast are great. I mean, talking about hormone optimization and the things that you need. I mean, happiness, dopamine, serotonin, things like that. His his talks on like physical action steps to improve these things are are great and and the understanding of these things. But I'm just saying, if we could if we could release some of this stigma. Same thing with what happened with like marijuana, where we're at right now with marijuana. Same thing with where we're at right now with psychedelics. Psychedelics have been statistically proven. Mo, can we pull up the statistics of people with PTSD and their recovery and PTSD on mushrooms, PTSD recovery using uh, psilocybin mushrooms. It has been proven to be the most effective treatment for PTSD, OCD, um, all, all a lot of different things. So let's let's. Uh, so the, you know the, the strongest argument is, is for a bad trip. But I want to see what is the what is the um, try to find. Well, I'm gonna kind of depend on you. I'm gonna keep talking. Try to find the actual statistic of rec the people who have done psilocybin mushrooms and recovery of from PTSD. What is the actual statistic on that? And I am guaranteeing you. That it is, I've, I've done, I've looked at this before and you can go, there's a, there's a special on Netflix about it. So some of the stigma is starting to be rolled back. And we're starting to realize in the medical community that there is some advantages to the use of psychedelics and marijuana and HGH mm-hmm. and to stop, Like you can't just write things off because you have some sort of moral conundrum about them that isn't really based on anything. And that's my biggest problem. That's my biggest problem with a lot of things. That's yeah. my biggest problem with a lot of things is when people create moral conundrums around things that aren't really based on anything. Mm-hmm. Based you know, on it, money, though, right? More or less. What? More than anything. I mean, marijuana, maybe. I
0: don't think any of it is. All of it is. Um, if you look back to the 70s, and nobody was really
1: tripping over that stuff. Yes, they were. 60s. When that stuff came out and first hit the scene, uh, the... Religious community, the medical. Com- I mean, the medical community was experimenting with it because that's actually how it got started. Was medical community was experimenting. The CIA was experimenting. I really with it and leaning it got towards the out.
0: Lit- the religious community. They are always on somebody about something. I'm thinking more like your well, governments and your f- things like that. It, 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 it seems like you don't want. They don't want Cause you, cause you to use all all that thing. But, but I mean, they're even with weed now. It's still like.
2: Yeah, but it's getting so much easier You should be able the, to go and buy a of pack, pack of
0: marijuana of cigarettes in a store. I
1: agree. Basically, can now. Uh, no, wherever uh, you are, even in Mississippi. Uh, I mean, you've got Delta 8, you've got Delta 10. You should I mean, be able to. I agree with you 100%. I mean, if I can, I mean, even if it wasn't good for you. Well, I would be but, like, a you're still not allowed to have it by
0: a certain amount. Yeah. Oh, in Whoa. Mississippi,
1: if it's, T, you know, THC, Delta, Delta 9, it's, it's illegal. illegal. Yeah. Right. That's
0: what I'm saying. Like, I mean, it's stupid.
1: Right. I agree 100%. I'm on your side. I'm on your side. I, I just, just,
0: I just don't understand like where taxation.
1: It's not about taxation. There's, what there, do you think it's about? There's some. There's a lot of, there's a lot of research. Well, for one thing, it is a, it is a, something that we can grow, and people they didn't like that. So like, right, it's, like it's just, like catching rainwater. It's yeah. the same. It's like, which is why catching rainwater is illegal. Which is insane. It's, <laughs> it's so insane. natural. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I don't know that I would necessarily want to drink rainwater. This no, thing. but
0: if you knew how to filter it your own, you Boil know what I mean? It, yeah. Boil it and filter it, I mean it would Or provide water for your crops when it's you're not done. Ready I mean th- that's it. You're no longer spending money on water. Yeah.
1: I think I think that, 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 that probably is part of it. Control's a big part of it. Um uh but do they want us to get healthy? Do they want our minds to be
0: open? I, I think they want us to be controllable. Yeah, so if you're if you're controlled. open if you're open to everything
1: in this world then you're not controllable, which is also not necessarily healthy. And that is the downside. That, that there's a book called Catching uh Catching Fire. It's it's about this. It's, it's about altered states of consciousness. It dives really deep into um psychedelics. It dives really deep into sort of the reasons why psychedelics and things become illegal. They, there's always been a stigma around psychedelics cuz psychedelics are not a new thing. There's been a stigma Going back and forth for a very long time, uh, humans, for whatever reason, have this need for an altered state of consciousness. Yeah. Evolutionarily, it should have been bred out because ev- it, it does not help us survive. It probably does the opposite. It probably hinders it because um, it makes it hard for me to to fight If I'm, you know, tri- having a trip, laid back and having a trip, I'm I'm vulnerable. Yeah. Like, as humans, we it's almost like this connection to another state of consciousness is almost necessary for us. And it's, they've proven that, um, that the, the, same the way that your brain, very similar, but the way that your brain connects in on psychedelics is very similar to like a deep religious experience, and which is one of the reasons why religious practices stigmatize psychedelics so much. And I do believe it leaves you open in, in certain areas to be easily manipulated. And, you know, a lot you've seen like cult leaders use psychedelics because it, it makes you very open and very um, uh, malleable. And that's really what it does. A psychedelic makes your brain malleable. It makes it so that you can rewire it, which is why it's so valuable for if you have trauma, PTSD, OCD, these, these problems that come from trauma is, OCD, I don't think it does, but, but PTSD, is it re- helps rewire the brain. And deep religious experiences can actually do the same thing. You can change your brain chemistry for the rest of your life in a deep religious experience. In a deep, like, meditative, like, if you, like, worship service or um, a deep medit, like, you can change the way that your brain chemistry and the neuropath pathways in your brain work. Hmm. And make yourself happier, make yourself, um, you know, whatever you can you can it can help with addiction you see a higher percentage of people beating addiction on psychedelics than on any other treatment for addiction that we've done so far that's the thing about psychedelics you have people the guy who invented aa did it on psychedelics he was on psychedelics when he came up with the 12-step program really 12-step program is a psychedelic program it was it was a guy who Use psychedelics to help him get clean and created a program around what he, his the realization that he had while on psychedelics and created the program. Now, are they using the these like, that,
2: like these psychedelics, are, are they like doing what's called micro dosing or are they actually like no, tripping off trip. of it? The, so they're actually it's a trip. tripping. It's an okay.
1: altered state of consciousness. Micro is a different thing. Okay. Um, and I've done, I've, I've, I've micro-dosed before and it's, I don't get as much out of the micro dosing as if, as if I get high or tr- cause there's. Usually like three levels of microdosing, getting high and then tripping, actually seeing things, um, which I've never been done so much that I've seen anything. Yeah. Um, is the
2: microdosing more geared toward like doing like daily or, or yeah, every
1: uh, every like third day or something? You can't do it every but
2: day. But the, the hardcore trip is just once, once, like, and that's a cure. Wow. That's yeah. You can. You
1: can. They. They have <laughs> seen. They have seen a high. Did you find anything, Mo? It shouldn't be that hard to find. What was that like? Forty-two out
0: of a hundred. Did you see that thing? It says PTSD National Center of PTSD. Fifty-three of a hundred patients who received one of these three therapies will no longer have PTSD.
1: Yeah, fifty-three out of a hundred with a single with a single so 53%. session. Fifty-three percent. Yeah, that's north and of fifty. I've, I've seen higher. I've seen higher statistics than that, but that's just you know post-traumatic stress disorder, in this. This is the U.S. Department of Veteran Affairs that have seen just unbelievable success, higher percentages than anything else on a single. And but but the thing about it is is that this it does come down to money because the FDA, big pharmaceutical companies can't keep selling you drugs if they fix you with one trip. No, yeah. they don't want to fix you with one trip. They don't want you to do one thing and be fixed. They want to keep selling you drugs. Mm-hmm. They want to keep medicating you. Keep you dependent. On them, and so you're—they're going to shut this stuff down. They're gonna try to slow <clears> this down because, or make it out of reach because we—you can grow mushrooms at your house and then cure a, a, with help. A, I don't necessarily think you should do it on your own. I think you know a doctor helping or whatever should a psychiatrist or whoever getting them involved is probably the right move. But you can grow these things at your house and not need them at all and that's a scary thing for them so they mm-hmm. need to put the stigma around it they need to to us to be afraid to do it well, it's and money that's what they're money doing and power. Is control it's money and control of yeah. power and sa- same thing with marijuana like and and I'm not a am not as pro marijuana as I used mm-hmm. to be I think that there is good and bad I think that there is some people that probably shouldn't do marijuana There's some people that can handle it and I think mm-hmm. that just like alcohol but I don't think that the government should be in charge of who that is I don't think right. the government should be the one to decide okay Do I get to smoke weed? Do I get to drink? Do I get to chop my fingers off if I want to? I'm a free. I will take freedom over comfort. I will take freedom over anything, really. I will take freedom over comfort, freedom over, I don't need you to protect me. I don't need you to tell me to wear a seatbelt. I had this conversation with a state trooper a while back where I said that I didn't believe in seatbelt laws. He goes, well, it's statistically proven that it's safer to wear your seatbelt. I was like, it's statistically proven that it's safer to not smoke, too. I'm an adult. Mm-hmm. I get to make my own decisions, and you don't get to be involved in them. You're the government. Yeah. You're you're a law enforcement officer, and every law that you pass yeah. is enforced at the point of a gun. You should if it should if you pull me over for a seatbelt violation and I don't don't comply, I can go to jail or be shot. If if that slippery slope goes long enough, because if you try to give me a ticket, I'm like I'm not taking the ticket. Well, you got to take the ticket. Well, I don't show up to the court date. Don't go show the court date well, they do. But I don't want for my arrest. They come get me. I'm not going. They try to go hands-on. I fight. I'm a better fighter than them. What are they going to do? Shoot you. They're going to shoot me. They can't control me. I'm, I'm, be- I'm beating an officer after death because he, init- he he went hands-on with me, trying to put me in handcuffs. I start beating that officer to death, and he shoots me. That's a justified shooting mm-hmm. over a seatbelt violation. Yep. Every law is enforced with the point of a gun you can say that it's up to my compliance all you want to and it is it is up to my compliance but if i choose not to comply with an unconstitutional unjust law like seatbelt laws like marijuana laws like psychedelic laws like any drug law in my opinion if i choose not to comply to that law and that escalates you can take away my freedom and you can take away my life yeah it's i'm not i'm not with that i don't agree with that i think that we have the right to do what we believe is right for our bodies, for our families. I believe that we should be left alone to raise our families, to to live our lives in the way that we best see fit, even if that decision has negative impacts on our life, and it will. Mm -hmm. That's part of what freedom is. Freedom is the freedom to do things that are not good for me. And learn from it. And learn from it, or don't. It's stupid, but it's my right to be stupid. It's not your right to take away my right to be stupid. It's not your right to tell me I can't be dumb. It's not your right to tell me. Now, if I'm hurting my children, that's different. If I'm hurting others, that's different. If I'm hurting others' property, that's different. Mm-hmm. That's not the same thing. That's not the same thing. But at the end of the day, every law is enforced by the point of a gun, and I'm not going to get on board with you telling me that I can't do something. that It doesn't directly, and that's the thing, directly, because you could make arguments all day long, like the COVID argument, like the shutdown. And I got this. I understood the argument because the argument is not only could I be putting myself at risk for being having COVID, I could have COVID and give it to somebody else. That's an indirect, though. I have the right to go to the mall with the flu. I have the right to, to go to the mall with the cold. I have the right to go to the mall with COVID. Should yeah. I know? Can they kick me out if they know I have it? Yes. A private institution, government building, whatever. I don't. They have the right to tell me I can't be there as a... Government, for the government to just shut down the whole economy? Yeah. To just shut down everything? Shut my gym down? Tell me I can't make a living? No. Hold on now. Yeah, yeah. Hold on now, bro. Hold on now. Uh-uh. And then we just ignore Switzerland who didn't shut down and saw nothing?
2: Yeah, it's was kicking ass.
1: Nothing. Nobody talks about it. But yet, I was a bad person. I had people yeah. tell me I was a bad person. I had parents tell me I was a bad person and go in my DMs and we got into it. I got in a fight. I had this one guy. Who got it came in, into my dms was talking to me and i when we reopened so when we reopened i was like all right we're gonna have no contact classes which lasted for three days two days uh we're gonna have no contact classes this and that and he was like you're a monster you're killing people like this and i'm like bro i have a family i have a business i have like if you don't want to come to class you don't have to and then he kept going i was like bro let me ask you something because this guy was a nobody. Mm-hmm. I was like, what makes you think I give a shit what you think about me? What makes you think that I can You are nothing. You are mm-hmm. a nobody. You have nothing to do with me. You stay in your lane, bro. Because I'm reopening my doors. I'm a bad person. You have the right to decide if you want to come do jiu-jitsu or not. I'm not forcing anybody. You have the right to say if you want to come to kickboxing or not. I'm not forcing anybody. I'm simply... Opening my doors to the people who want to, and to
2: provide for your family, and and I need and I have
1: to provide for my family. I have to open my doors back up because I was going. I mean, I lost everything. Oh yeah, I lost. I had money saved up. I had whatever. I lost everything. I I mean, all my cushion. I didn't lose my business. I didn't. So I didn't lose everything. But I lost. I'm before I was at a point where I could have went a month or two with no income, and been okay. After COVID, I couldn't though. Because not only did I have to, and everybody thinks, well, you know, you were only closed for a month and a half. Yeah, but do you know how long it took me to rebuild Mm -hmm. my income? I still haven't done it. We are two years down the road, and to this day, we are still suffering from COVID. We are still not hitting the numbers we were hitting pre-COVID. We're still not doing the things we were pre-COVID. Because, I mean, gyms are all about momentum. Mm -hmm. It's about building. It's about keeping people in the habit. And you broke everybody's habit. I lost almost everybody. I we had almost we had no white belts come back. Yeah. I don't think we had a single white belt, maybe one or two. Those are some big classes. We had too. These huge classes yep. of all these white belts coming. We lost every single one of them to COVID. All my students, the only people that came back were my white and blue, my purple and blue belts, and not all of them. Mm-hmm. I I'm, I restarted. I restarted with a my gym essentially with now when I started my gym I had a five hundred dollar payment on my building. Now I have a. $5,000 payment on my building, and I'm starting from scratch, mm-hmm. you know. Not from scratch, but from, you know, way down here, way down here. Backtracks me forever. And you're going to tell me that, like, you had the right to, you have the right to, and I will not comply with another one. I will not comply with another shutdown. God forbid I think another there's a virus lot of folks really who come in. Another real virus yeah. of what COVID was supposed to be, be God forbid it come in, because I'm not going to believe you. You, yeah. you. you cried wolf. You cried wolf, yep. and then you, you, you pissed on me and told me it was raining. You sat, I sat here, I shut my gym down, I went hungry, I did everything you told me I was supposed to do, and then you refused to even tell me you were wrong. Yep. You refused to even tell me that you screwed up. Right. You refused to even admit, hey, you know what, we actually didn't need to do that. Mm-hmm. You're still pissing on me and telling me that it's raining. You're still sitting here claiming to tell me that this government shutdown was necessary that nearly ruined me. That is mm-hmm. the reason I'm doing this podcast right now that I started during the shutdown. I started buying the stuff and getting together in the shutdown because I knew I needed to pivot. Mm-hmm. I knew that I couldn't continue to have a business that the government could shut down at the snap of their fingers. Mm-hmm. They could ruin me at the snap of the fingers. I never in my life saw that coming. I never in my life saw that there was going to be a government that could come in. I thought I had planned for everything. I thought I planned for everything. I thought I had everything figured out. I never in my life saw that in the snap of my fingers I could have the government come in and take away my livelihood. And I will not do it again. I yeah. will not comply again. You better bring the National Guard Armory in if you're going to do it because I'm not shutting down for you.
2: I think a lot of people are like that. And after they saw, like you say, Sweden, but they also saw Florida too. If you just played it with a damn, um, just a little bit of common sense.
1: Yeah. Let's yeah. see. Let's, let's see how this is go. Yeah. going to work out. Let's see what happens. Yeah. If you're
2: feeling sick, stay, and stay, stay, home. You know, stay home. Everybody stay else, home. you know, hey. Be cautious.
1: Be cautious. Be <clears throat> careful. Yeah, I think a lot of people. We did that. mask mandates, and and and, yep. and and the biggest thing was we wrecked the economy. Oh yeah. I don't just. I don't really blame everything with the economy on Joe Biden necessarily. You can't expect to take a bull market economy and take it to a screeching halt for two months or longer, and expect there not to be. Economic repercussions that ripple throughout decades. It's crazy to think. Yeah. Anyway, let's get let's wrap this one up, guys. I appreciate everybody being on this episode and watching all the way to the finish of this episode of the Man Up Podcast on the Mississippi Superman Show channel. Make sure that you, I didn't leave you hanging on that one. Make know, sure that you go subscribe to the channel. If you are not subscribed already, you can watch or listen to this podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts, you can watch, listen to most of the time the Man Up Podcast. Make sure to go like and subscribe to our channel on YouTube. I will see all of you. Oh, and check out the Mississippi Superman Show vlog to see what we do off the air on the pod, uh, when we're not on the podcast, see what our daily lives are like. We'll see you guys on the next episode of the Man Up Podcast, baby. Peace. Peace.